Welcome, episode 10. I'm still Jay. And I'm still Brendan. What kind of Brendan? The still kind. The Chinese Brendan. Chinese Brendan. <laughs> still hey. Chinese Brendan. Um, we have a couple guests here, actually. Yeah, this is our micro brand so, part one packed. episode. <clears throat> and we have uh, two dudes in our casting couch. This is our casting couch. We got Saul and <laughs> Madison. Hi, Madison. We're sharing Hi, a mic. Yeah, they're sharing, sharing a, lot a of mic tonight. Oh. Uh-oh. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'll... And also, we have a live audience. We do have uh, Papa, Papa Ledoux, Ledoux on here. Papa Ledoux, my father. So, we'll start off with Soul, which is our returning guest. Uh, the grand the loser, loser the of grand Watch loser. Dojo. Lost against Josh. I'm going to win the loser's bracket. Just you wait. He, uh, he spent a week with the Nautis Sector Dive Pearl. And uh, he is a recent cat dad. Cat daddy. Cat daddy cycles? That's right. And then we have over here, Alex. He's a first-time guest, not a first-time listener. He, uh, he's, at, he's been asking to be on the show for a while. This is the first one, but we're going to have him a couple times, I'm sure. He spent a week with the visitor, Dunshore Shallows, which is, I think, the most weird-looking watch, most different. Uh, that we have he works in real estate and has a wife that is out of his league and an adorable dog <laughs> did you just <laughs> did you add out of his league or did he no no because that's look, a little look. rough no, come I'm on batting, i'm batting way above average dude no no, no 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 look 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 on the script you'll see it it's on there <laughs> jesus you gotta get what you can take right? that's right that's right and then we take have what what am I saying? we have over here madison who is a new guest i've been friends with this guy for over a decade and uh it and was new to watch it's been a rough day it's been uh i met him because of video games actually league of legends league man. of legends Ew. Yeah. is that yeah. the game where you kill the dragon a bunch oh yeah. yes yeah lots of dragons <laughs> but you try yes uh he spent a week with the Dufresne city limits and it's a gmt watch and another info about him is uh he tried to use this watch as a conversation starter on tinder dates we're gonna find out how we'll that... find out about that and then we have Brandon, who also participated on our. Uh, I have long. Episode. I have long hair. He's a Hi. really clingy co-host. Please don't he, leave me. Don't leave he me. He likes calling FaceTime only on weird hours of the night. And, Two a.m. Uh, also doesn't just to like, check on him. And also doesn't like it when I hang out with other friends that he wasn't invited to. Yeah, he does not like that. Uh, he's a really cool guy, though. Super nice. Definitely scored uh, 17 on his AQ test. Oh, what did you get, Jay? 26. And I got 24. Yeah, we should link that. It's the we Asperger's Quotient Test. It's autism Quotient. how far you oh, are. Keep it accurate. Okay. Whoops. On the autism <laughs> scale. And uh, he spent a week with the Vero Broadway Rose City, which he actually specifically asked for. I wanted to try it out. I'll go ahead and uh, thank the four brands that are... Partic- that have participated with us today, which are Vero Watches, who also sent us some dope fucking merch. I'm not going to lie. The, the jacket that they sent me has gotten so many compliments. And I had to keep telling everyone, it's like it's not like a fashion or lifestyle brand. It's a fucking watch company. Um, also, Dufresne Watches, which is uh, Brandon's boss, Steven, 
who will be it's my it's the back austin backyard micro brand that's right <clears throat> he, we will be going brand. with him to chicago for wind up chicago in july <clears throat> uh we also have visitor watches and i'd like to thank them because in my in my opinion this is they had the best packaging no the best carry case they're the only ones that sent a carry case that actually doubles as I don't know if that's what they ship their watches on. And Nodis, thanks to uh, Cullen and Wes for always actually being a part of the community. They're a super community-centric brand, and they listen, talk to their community, and it's actually something that I believe that they are on top of. Uh, on top of that, I guess thanks for letting us fucking abuse and abuse your watches. Uh... I know not all brands were down with this project. And Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the small micro brand Rolex. How dare they? Uh, there were brands that just were down with it. Then they, assuming this is assumption, that they listened to an episode over the weekend and said no. Should we say who was? I'm going to go ahead and say, dude, it's a Venti. Yeah. A Venti agreed that they're like, oh, they were on board with it. And then they're over the weekend. It they're like, oh, we'll get back to you on Monday. And I was like, oh, fine. Well, that's and fine. Then, I don't want to review a a, a sapphire ahead. Chris with like case with like a cheap Chinese movement. Like, oh my! That has like dirt and crustaceans growing on it. But, Imagine you know. paying twelve grand for a watch that will resell for three hundred dollars. All right. That hurts. Uh, well. There's brands also that just didn't want to participate. I'm not going to name y'all. The, that one event, it just stung a little bit. I thought we had something I thought we're on the same wavelength, wavelength. but... Uh, this is a roundtable, essentially, roundtable style. We're going to do pros and cons of the watches you guys wore for the week. And we'll give you guys the floor, talk about it, all that shit. And uh, we'll start with Seoul... And then Alex, Madison, and Brendan, order of fattest ass to smallest. <laughs> All right, let's go. I have the smallest <laughs> ass. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. So. Well, what do I start with? Uh, maybe Anything? introduction yourself. All right. Um, my name is Saul. Push. Put the fit. Yeah. Right there. Right I'm there. I'm Saul, as y'all heard. Um, I wore this notice sector for about two weeks. Um, what what really baffled me about this is objectively, nothing wrong with it whatsoever timekeeping is basically as good as the black bay 58 i never let it die i never had to wind again it kept up the whole time not too thick got a cool case design one thing that really surprised me is screwing in the crown on you know i was wearing my milgauss today i had to wind that so i had to screw back in the crown feels pretty gritty on the milgauss the notice i'll pass it around so y'all can unscrew it and screw it in it's like actually ridiculously smooth when you screw the crown in like the threading is like i don't know what the hell they did but there's like baby oil in it that like you don't feel it grinding or anything it's it's really good though um yeah so i i like it um the the clasp is nice the bracelet's nice little beads of rice the oh i mean my, my only gripe with it is i just don't like that specific colorway the that specific version of the watch but they have a bazillion different versions on their website um is it the black it's a black, the black bezel. bezel yeah i i just I think any dial with the black bezel I wouldn't like. Um, but I was looking online. The Sector Pilot Flyer with the uh, kind of copper dial. Is that dial. the salmon one? Yeah, yeah. salmon copper dial with the steel bezel. It's like 475 bucks and It's the same price. Yeah, I kind of want to get one. <laughs> it, it looks good. Um, but yeah, that, that, 
that notice is I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. As far as comparisons go, you got any comparisons? Like, what what would you compare it to closest to a watch you already own? I mean, I've got like a, an SKX and you know a Seiko Samurai. Um, just purpose wise, I think those are pretty similar, but the notice wears a lot better. It's a lot smaller diameter and thickness than those, and arguably has better specs if you kind of look into it. I mean, you know, it's, Seiko movements are good, but this for the price and the unique design is is awesome, and the loom is actually pretty sick it's all it's all blue except the minute hand which is green oh they did the omega thing yeah for less than a tenth of the price (laughs) yeah what's what's the price point on this one 475 475. really yeah um i i haven't noticed i got one for free when they came down to austin yeah and they missed you guys come back please what yeah that's one thing wes and colin are some really cool dudes yeah so deep in the community so tell us about the specs on this watch what's the uh, you can find that on the website because I don't have it memorized. <laughs> um, we keep it in except real. for the price. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I it's mean a sapphire crystal. I would oh, assume. So I don't, I I don't do, have any cr- scratches. I on have it. a question on for this. So the way that the lugs are at the end, they kind of they don't dig into me at all. They don't. No, dig no, in, I, they the, look sharp. It like sh- it's sharp and it you can well, feel it. So over lo- it. look at look at this the watch's profile. The lugs come out from like the very mid case so there's still room from the case back that lifts it above your wrist so there's no, nothing like very low to actually dig into your wrist so it's comfortable yeah it's pretty it's, it's actually really comfortable the again the beads of rice bracelet just drapes doesn't not uh, catch your hair at all no nah. and i got you know i got that he mexican hair hair yeah <laughs> the casios catch all that all that type of stuff catches but that notices i i mean i'm i'm, I'm really thinking about this sector flyer just it's pretty cool <laughs> Oh, there is the movement on it. Seiko on Seiko. It's an NH38. Well, I don't know how they managed to make it thinner and smaller than Seiko, but uh, they did it. (laughs) So at 475, would you buy this watch? Not that exact one, but different dial and bezel, yes. The bezel, the black bezel, I think it's a little too strong. That's, yeah, that's. To me, it's a little strong. I mean, it's a cool idea to have the contrast with the bright white dial. It's just when it's all black like that, like. You know, it, it's There's not. No, it doesn't break. Like yeah. If there was, I think, paint. Yeah, or like steel around the edge or something. Yeah. Like it's not a bezel and bezel insert type of thing. It's all all, all of its one piece. Um, oh, I see it. But again, objectively, the crown also feels really good. It's nice knurled, all this grippy oh. material. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's would better, recommend. Better um, feedback than I thought so would provide. Oh come on. Lie. No, notice is cool. I like them a lot. I know, me too. Cool I, people, I really cool do watches. Like them. And as far as their founders, Wes and Colin, like, like I've spoken about before, they're very into the community, and they listen to the community. And if there's any participation at all that is asked of them, they're all they're right. all hands on deck. I mean, that, that's partially a big part of why you go for a micro brand is get a seiko for the same price that that's right fulfills the same thing but you don't have a, a person behind it that's yeah. actually putting their heart into it like wes and colin are yeah you're not gonna talk to seiko yeah <laughs> yeah like you're, you're not, not gonna, gonna talk, talk to, to you're not gonna talk yeah. to seiko because you can't <laughs> but you can you can talk to the owners hey of you micros. just message him on, on i don't think you can t- talk to seiko san because he doesn't exist that person's not you're telling me Seiko-san doesn't exist. I'm pretty sure we covered <laughs> Who's this Jay on sending episode. money to every week? We, yeah. sent, we covered this on episode eight. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. That's true. Seiko-san. If you, if you want to listen to that episode and you're, and you're <laughs> maybe high plug, as hell. Yeah. That is some, some low. Okay. That's uh, cool yeah. to pa- hear. Packaging is all right on it. I mean, it's 
this this box kind of makes me really feel like they put all their effort and money into the, into watch. the watch. Yeah, yeah. Which I do like good packaging. Like you're saying, the visitor one is insane. Um, but yeah. also for that price, it's like yeah, who cares? It's yeah. it's an awesome watch. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna wear it. Okay, thanks. So, oh, thanks. So, thanks for being a, a part of our experiment. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna think I'm gonna get to keep it or something. Or <laughs> no, do I do, do I become a brand ambassador yeah, now I mean, or who's sponsoring this episode? By the way, who's sponsoring? Actually, go ahead. Do you want to say it? Or so I will? the sponsor of this episode is Papa Ledoux because without him, I wouldn't be here. He, he, without uh, Papa Ledoux's nutsack, there would literally be no Watch Cringe <laughs> podcast. No Chinese Brendan. No Chinese yeah. Brendan. Well, no he's Chinese responsible Brendan. for the the white part. So. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> the Chinese would be there, maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. Who knows? We're going to thank him again later. Yeah, but we'll thank let's him move again. on to uh, Alex, who had the visitor the dunshore and which in my opinion before alex starts i think so i did peek at every watch i didn't wear it or anything i like took a look and like wanted to see what they look like and to me the visitor dunshore was the most unique it didn't follow any normal like normal case shape normal bracelets like it's it's different in its own like it kind of carves its own path and I think that's it what is people out there. like Visitor. It it's because it's there. super out there. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, pass it over to Alex. Go ahead. What's up, team? Alex here. You know, I've been dying to get on this podcast, and this is my first, my first chance. I can assure you, not my last. All right. Hopefully um, not. Yeah, we'd love to. We love your energy. I first have a question for Jay and or Brendan. Give right. me, because I'm just now thinking about this, Give me something on this brand. How do you know the guy? What's the story? I've only been wearing it for a week, but I now want to know. Oh, okay. So I actually met the brand the same time Saul met the brand during. Yeah. Uh, it was a watch thing. AHCI, I think it's AWCI. Right? AWCI, yeah. It's the American Watch and Clockmakers Institute. They had an event in Austin, and one of our friends uh, had a booth there. <clears throat> he was selling watches and was right next to visitor and this is where we met him and they had a watch to me that was the coolest it was like a watch that mo the movement was covered with like a pocket watch thing right like this is i've never seen any watch company out that's in the price range of fucking normalcy like have this i met him there and we i didn't really keep in touch with him until Chris, one of our members of our watch group, of which everyone in this room is a part of, and he had one for himself, and he was like, yeah, I backed them in Kickstarter, and I was like, okay, fuck, this is so cool. And stored away that memory until recently when I reached out to him to be a part of the project, and they were super into it. They were the very first watch to come in. Hell yeah. That's how I know him. Hell yeah. Well, thanks for the background there. All right. I'll jump right in here. I, you know, at first I did not know what to think. I wish this was one of the video podcasts. I know we got a quick hint of it on the, on the live feed, but it is, it's bizarre looking. It, it's, it's absolutely bizarre looking. I feel like I ask myself this one question. I swear to God, it might be every single day. I'll look at somebody's wrist and ask myself, what the fuck are you wearing? And this, this would directly fall into that category. So my initial thoughts were, what is this? What am I looking at? But it really grew on me in just a week span. It gives me a, 
even though I've never owned a Panerai, I've put on many Panerais. It gives me a very Paneristy type feel. I, I to get it. that. I see it. It's like 44 millimeters. It's kind of thick. I mean, there's no crown guard or anything like that, but it's an interesting piece. And I think you hit the nail on the head, Jay. There is nothing else like it. The options that I, well, you only sent me two options. I was kind of last to the table here. It's like I was last in line for the podcast. But, you know, the other option you sent was kind of like a, an ode to, to, the, to the, blue, yeah. the blue bezel. So, I mean, yeah, it's, this was its own thing. I picked it. I'm glad I picked it. I played golf in it. I played basketball in it. Um, in this short week, everything went fine. Some more to yeah. Saul. It never stopped running either. I really am thoroughly impressed. Two things that bugged me, especially for a dive watch, the loom is almost non-existent. Really? I mean... No, I believe you. I mean, I can hold it up to this light here. You can see it's... it's, it's it looks like it'd be it kick-ass be. It looked like it would be loud. But it's not. Like, I was expecting, like, my Marine Master type loom, you oh, know? You can't Just light up the whole damn loom, room. Um, <laughs> that and the, the, the pointer on the bezel does not line up perfectly. Well, that one tilt. Seiko style, man. Seiko. It's Seiko. a Seiko. <laughs> it's a Seiko. You know what? I'm looking at my notes here. I'm a total loser. I had explained before the episode. I had made, like, I have an entire notebook page of notes. You know, I think that's about it. You know, it, it's a little heavy. But I enjoy the rubber strap with it. Very comfortable. And it does its job. 200 meters water resistance. Screw down crown, of course. The noise on the bezel is... Jackhammer. Thick it and is. hardy. It almost reminds me of my docks, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. The what. bezel sound, at least. But that's all I got. I'm open to questions, and I greatly appreciate the opportunity. I, I do actually have a question for you off the cuff. Is uh, how, how was the boxing for it? Because I, I know I mentioned it. It's, it's not a box, right? It's not a box. It is a, it, it, it how would you describe it? It's a travel case. It's a travel case. It's a cylinder yeah. and you can fit two other watches like The in inside here. is wow. like yeah. super. Yeah, it's like velvet. It is a good deal. Wow. I could throw my two other Seikos in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, no, it's decent. I mean, it, it, it's decent. You know, I saw this thing. I'm telling you, I just can't reiterate this enough. It's like I saw this thing and I was a little frightened, I'll be honest. But I am just, I'm impressed. I mean, you, you know when you, you change your mind about someone in particular? That's how I felt about this watch. Kind of how I felt about Jay when I first met Jay. I, I saw the guy. That. I looked at the guy. I'm like, who is this fucking <laughs> Who's this cringy <laughs> bastard? You know, it's, dude, it's so funny because we met at a fucking Starbucks. <laughs> Yeah. And it was so shady. <laughs> it was so shady. But you know, wait, yeah. why did how why did you guys meet though? No, no, no. We met at we met at Vlad's. Vlad's. Well, we met at Vlad's first, but then like to join the group. Remember, you have oh, to, you have to do the interview. You have to okay. Go, did, yeah. did he make? I thought you doing some weird. Like, you buy him coffee? No, he don't. For damn sure, he did. He yeah. sold me the original Marine yeah. Master I had, and I went on to get the OG Marine Master. But I lost a couple hundred bucks on that deal. But that's all right. Shame. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> We You're stay feasting winning, off the members of Wiz Five One Two. Jesus, but um, Five One Two is a little dirty, man. Yeah, I like it though. But uh, Jay, and, both Jay, Brendan, and Visitor, I greatly appreciate the opportunity, and I'm happy to be here. Open any more questions? Oh, go ahead, Dion. Well, I, I, you know, when I look at it, two things stick out. One, it kind of the hinges or the the lugs—they look like hinges. It's like a yeah. very weird 
can Aesthetic. confirm it's all either fountain pen or dip pen inspired. Oh, uh, the I lugs, the the tips of the hands are all. Inspired is that by actually that. Yeah. what the? I should have brought a fountain from? pen with me today, but yeah, it, like the lugs from the side are the exact profile oh, of a fountain right. pen nib. It's bizarre. It's it almost. And then the second thing is, it reminds me of like the, the USSR style watches, Vostok. That sort of like out there. You know, they they kind of were a Kermit for a while and and designing their own. You know, designs completely unattached left field. It kind of reminds me of that. Very Ooh, space very inspired. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I guess we'll even talk about it even some more after we go through. Yeah, this is... Um, actually, the next person I have is Madison. So I'll preface this by saying that, one, Madison is not a watch guy. He came into this project as a, as a normie. Yeah. Right? Very, and, very and, much a normie. Get closer. Yeah, to you the can mic. bring that you, mic. You, yeah. So yeah, like I was saying, Madison's not a watch guy. He's new to the whole world of it. Like the only thing I think he knows is that it tells time. Um, that hey now, hey now. It doesn't have a battery. I did my homework. He did. He did. This guy is Hell methodical yeah. with like his this. homework because uh, Brendan knows because we all play games together. And Madison is oh my god yeah he's he in, leads, in he, two miles away from us but he's watching he's watching he's observing he's really reading call, all the release notes of each it, patch calling, that comes out calling the shots where they are yeah they call me the Rat King right oh he is the that's rat right he, he is, is the, the Rat, rat King. King but yeah so he's not a watch guy he came into this and I I wanted to bring him into this because he isn't a watch guy it's someone that's from outside like what do you end up Thinking, you know, after having a watch. The outsider's perspective. The outsider's perspective after a week, a little longer than a week, like, curious. So, uh, pass it over to Madison, man. Hi, thank you. I really appreciate it, Jay. And thank you to Stephen Lee um, of Defrained Watches. This opportunity has been really monumental in my life, being the first watch I was ever given um, to really try out an experience. And it's changed my perspective of these sweaty nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little thing though. It's Madison is not into watches. His mom is. Yes. Uh, both my parents have a, have a taste for some of the finer things in life. And Jay and my mom had a, uh, had a, had a collision at my son's baby shower where she saw his watch and asked him about it. And Next thing you know, they're off, they're off over there having a glass of whiskey and just talking watches together. Did that yeah. make you feel uncomfortable? Because Jay <laughs> just—you <laughs> don't know what he's dog. capable of. <laughs> oh, my mom doesn't look at any man under six foot, so <laughs> it's all good. Oh, Ouch! Ouch! Oh Ouch. shit! Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> all right, but back to the meat and potatoes. Just stop the podcast there. Just back, back to, to Madison. The Mess up so, your flow. This all started from an invitation to go to a watch event, and I joined these lads at Steve Lee's home here in Austin, and we get to go and experience his watch shop. It was a very unique experience, um, originally greeted by Steven at the door, I had no idea who I'm meeting, and soon learned about his passion project, which is Dufresne Watches. And the more I talked to Steven and heard his story, and listened to the guys, and we all shared a glass of whiskey and ate some cheese and, and meats at his house, I realized this wasn't a man's hobby. This wasn't his, you know, weekend warrior adventure. This was the culmination of his life's passions into a watch brand. 
Steve was a pilot early in his career and fell in love with watches at the age of eight years old after his mom gifted him a nice watch. And he really learned about mechanical watches as a kid from his mother and his grandmother. So Dufresne is his mother's maiden name, which he named the company in honor of her. And that alone stood out to me as, oh, wow, this, you know, th this was really impactful in his life. And the designs of the watches are all centered around the Austin cultural scene. So the watch I got was the City Limits, and many of you may have heard of ACL or Austin City Limits, uh, you know, a famous music venue that goes on every year here, festival. And this watch in particular was designed to embody that culture. How does it do that? Well, it's kind of a, a classy casual watch. And we're looking at a brushed, polished, polished marine-grade steel coated um, exterior with a screw-down crown and double-sealed tube. We're looking at 200 meters of water resistance. So you can take this outdoors or in the shower or go work, you know, wash the dishes for those of you at home. Um, Why'd you look at Brendan? You know why. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, I'll take that. The, the, the wash dishes bit, yeah. Hey, I wash dishes. I'm Chinese Brendan. <laughs> but, but all these specs are really anything you're gonna hear from a lot of other brands. What stood out in its difference was the two straps it came with. There was a leather and a rubber. And I originally wore it with the leather one, which had a hand-woven uh, pattern on it. And the pattern is very similar to what would be like a guitar strap. And when I mentioned it, Stephen actually pointed out that that was his idea behind it. And it hit me right there how much he is really designing this in with, with the people in mind. Because it just kind of looks like a... New Mexico or Southwestern vibe to the watch strap. Very casual, yet classy in the way it wraps around your hand. Um, it, it would be great to wear out to a concert or to dinner or anywhere around Austin, really. Um, so real quick, yeah, to yeah, piggyback yeah. off that to dinner. I know that you mentioned that you were going to bring oh, no. this as a conversation starter to, to, girls, <laughs> yes, to yes. girls and Tinder. And actually, to, to realistic... To not, I guess, realistic, but surprising results. <laughs> like a ton of chicks messaged him. Let's go. About <laughs> hey, can I? Just to preface, they didn't message about the watch. It wasn't in my profile picture. But um, no, no, no. Not the first messages you send me of screenshots of girls asking, yo, that's. Oh, yeah. I did have some Instagram attraction <laughs> as soon as I posted pictures of the watch. Damn. You know, there, there was a lot of thirst out there, so. Damn, so that's a thirst trap watch, huh? Well, I can post selfies all day and get no traction. I post a watch and they just come pouring in. Hell yeah. Everybody hear that? <laughs> Yo, go buy some <laughs> Dufresne right now. What a way to get Dufresne, into the hobby. Dufresne, yeah. Dufresne. Now, yeah. I, I do have to preface, though, it's, it's all about the execution, and that's where I failed with this experiment. So um, the Tinder date I ended up going on was an accidental swipe right. Oh. And... That may sound tragic in and of itself, but the date itself was fine. I was the one that really screwed it up by the awkward times I kept looking at my wrist and checking the time, which oh, brought man. on the question of, do you have somewhere to be? Are you bored? Yeah, and it, it just it looked like I was- But you like just I loved was, looking was, at the new piece, right? I, I, tr I tried to play it off, and I, I, I couldn't play it off, so I just said, hey, this watch was a gift to me as part of a project, and I'm kind of doing a review on it, and it's a podcast. No, the date was dead in the water right there. <laughs> oh, man. God, you hate to hear it. Jeez. Later that night, I got a message back from her, and it just simply said, what a waste of my time. Oh! 
Oh! And I said, did you say it like that for the irony? <laughs> oh, there you go. No response. That, that, one's, that, that one's out. That's a quick well played. But Holy all in all, shit. it was a great experience. Wearing it out was, was really cool and I really enjoyed it. It became something that I didn't want to leave the house without. Mm -hmm. um, That's awesome. I transitioned to the rubber strap after a couple days of the leather. And w originally one of my complaints was going to be that I couldn't like go up working out or jog. Mm -hmm. But once I transitioned to the rubber strap, it was way more comfortable, way more usable in any of those environments uh, without the, the leather just being a little bit rigid. And I didn't really want the leather to get sweaty. So th that was a good, it was an easy swap out. I didn't have to watch a single YouTube video. I just used the, the oh, tool so that came with the box. Someone that was new to watches, you were able to execute a Oh swap yeah, able to execute the swap, easy enough. Um, I like that. It, it, yeah, it worked out pretty well. The, there was one other thing I wanted to mention, and it was the one-of-a-kind record pattern dial. So when you look at this watch, it's got a, like a, a gray sort of center that pans out into a deep black. And it's got ele various elevations that form circles around it. And it's designed to look like an old record that you'd see on a record player. Very Austin. <clears throat> Very Austin, a, a nice vibe. It really just, it's a conversation starter as far as I was concerned. Because people would look at it and be like, oh, what's this? And then I could just jump into the story behind Dufresne and why this watch was important. Um, I really do want to purchase one for myself, but there is something that kind of came up for me beforehand that I I'm going to end up giving one of these as a gift to my best friend. Uh, his name's Michael, and we've known each other since middle school. His, his, <laughs> his, his birthday was a few months ago, and I didn't get him a gift. And so I'm, I'm playing catch up here, and I've been trying to get oh. him something important. Because we've been we've been friends for over twenty years, and I, I I've decided to get him a Dufresne. Um, they're very reasonably priced. They they range anywhere from about four ninety nine upwards to twelve hundred dollars. And I'll definitely go with a four ninety nine because he's that good. <laughs> <laughs> he's not that good a friend, right? Dude, <laughs> hey, you, the best part is you can make that watch, so you could tell him you made the watch. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do want to. That's another go thing. Through, yeah, yeah I de oh cannot forget to call that out. Dufresne will let you come to the workshop and hand put together your own watch. It's a unique experience you really can't get anywhere else. Maybe with some of the micro brands outside of state, but not locally. It's it's a really awesome experience. So that's what I'm gonna do for my friend Michael. And it's, it's really just one of those things that I thought it would be a great way to commemorate our friendship. You know, they say that a best friend isn't the one you spend the most time with, but it's the one you spend the best time with, which is why I choose to frame. Oh, Damn. salute to that. Holy shit. Yo, Steven, did you fucking just hear that bit? Steven, did you pay this man? Is this guy getting paid? Wow. That had to have been the best. Hey, so, Holy Madison, shit. I got to ask you. Uh, I, I got to ask you, are you looking to get a watch for yourself now? Are you looking to get into the hobby after this experience? To get into the hobby? Mm, I don't know if I want to sell my soul yet. I still want to yeah. get married at some point and, you know, have a life. But... <laughs> And a, a wallet. And a I bank do have account. a new appreciation for the hobby, and I I see the value and I see the beauty in the pieces. These handcrafted. So you're gonna stop and, making fun of us for liking watches now? Oh no, I'll still make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, as someone from an outsider's perspective, I think it's like that's a fucking amazing way to see it. I don't even see watches that way anymore, and like that's how the hobby has 
fucked my head that I can't appreciate it in the same sense that someone who's not the pure sense in it, and which is like appreciation in its purest form that you're able to truly enjoy it for what it is. That's amazing. And I'm really glad that you liked it. And I'm super excited for you to get a watch and to build one for Michael. Thank you. I don't you. even know yeah. who fucking Michael is, yeah. but that motherfucker. Awesome dog. review. Also, Matt. Steven is by far the coolest vegan I know. That's true. He is a cool vegan. And he's a cool boss, too. He's a cool guy, man. He makes oh, some, some good meatballs for He vegan. does. Thank you for bringing us to Chicago in July. And paying for everything. And paying for everything. <laughs> Shout out to you, boss. Thanks, boss. And Madison, thank you again for that thank wonderful. Thank you again for that. Seriously. That oh, the gratitude's awesome all mine, gentlemen. I appreciate this, the opportunity. You guys are really, Alex and Madison, really making so look What about me? Like what about yeah. me? Saul was just like, oh, <laughs> I kind of like to watch. This but he's a good pretty, opener. He's a good opener. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. <laughs> it can only right. get better. And but get now ready. we're going to go back downhill Jesus. to France. No, no, no. Get ready for the headline, actually. Oh! We're going fucking higher up. Dude, the meat and potatoes with fucking Madison and Alex. Jesus. Yeah, that was that was inspiring. All right. So um, lastly, as far as the watch, like the for the week, um, before I go ahead and tell, before I go ahead and have Brendan start, I was actually supposed to have a micro brand watch. I was supposed to have the Dietrich SD1 that never came in because FedEx lost it. Yeah. So uh, I'll go ahead and pass the baton over to Brendan. Hey, guys. It's your uh, and, uh, warm, lovely co-host, Yeah, honestly, Brendan. good luck. You're not topping Alex yeah. or yeah, Madison. We'll see, we'll see about You're that. You're topping probably sold. No, and no. I, that's even questionable. No, we'll see about that. Hi, guys. My name is Brendan. And I'm here to talk to you about a company called Vero. So Vero is a micro brand established in Portland, Oregon in 2015 by a man named Chris Boudreau. And the brand name actually means truth and Esperanto, which is an international language created in the late 19th century by some Polish dweeb because he wanted some like international <laughs> some language, but apparently a hundred thousand people speak it. So I guess Wait, this, like to this day, yes. And so I guess Chris is one of those people. Cap. <clears throat> okay. So the company is inspired by athletic and rugged approaches to their designs. The first wave of watches were actually locally sourced and manufactured in the U.S. In fact, they used to mill their cases in Katy, Texas, which is only a few hours away from Austin, kind of on the outskirts of Houston. They also used to produce their own dials in Portland, and then they would assemble and finish all the bits and pieces in Portland and regulate them too. Recently, they kind of shifted their approach to the watch market and with their release, the Open Water series, Vero has decided to offshore the case making to Switzerland, not to China or Asia, but to Switzerland. <clears throat> and they still assemble and regulate their watches in Portland. And a lot, just like with Dufresne, a lot of their releases are named and inspired after places around Portland. So you get to buy a piece of Portland to wear on you wherever you go. Hold up, isn't Portland just like a lesser Austin? We were the ones that they, would they, said keep Austin weird. We came up with that. They have that now in Portland. The keep, keep Portland, Portland weird. weird, bro. You need that to call so it fuck fuck down. That's so lame. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst part of the watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and yeah, so that's very similar to Dufresne. Um, <clears throat> so the watch that I chose to review was the 
uh, Rose City Limited Edition Broadway Time Only Watch. Uh, I believe it's actually a part of their Open Water series, and it's uh, paying homage to Portland, which is nicknamed the City of Roses or Rose City for its annual Rose Parade and famous tea Rose Gardens. Uh, this watch is a stunning burgundy dial with a contrasting DLC-coated black bezel that has one of the most satisfying clicks I've ever felt in a watch. It sound, it's, feels like a jackhammer when you go around it, like in a good way, though. Um, <clears throat> and it's probably going to be today's ASMR. Oh, yeah. uh, the watch case and bracelet are stainless steel that gets entirely bead-blasted for that matte finish. The appearance is refreshingly new and not trying to be a clone to any other watch, but it does share some design cues reminiscent of the Bulgari Octofinissimo with regards to the muted colors and tones. Most people that I have worn this around think the case and bracelet are actually titanium due to that, um, but it's actually just due to the bead blasted finish. And once they pick it up, they realize how heavy it is and they realize it's not titanium and it's actually 316L steel. <clears throat> so the emotions from this watch to me are soft and subdued. The burgundy dial is deep and quiet. The DLC bezel and crown are matte black. The bead blasted finish doesn't demand attention as a high polish would. The sharp angular case is brutalist in style. The finishes are forward thinking and the vintage inspired flat link bracelet anchors its aesthetic to something more familiar and warm. To me, it's a good mix of the past and present. Dude, this guy, sorry, dude. You sound <laughs> like you're reading an article. I am uh, Mr. Romato. I, yeah, I am actually. <laughs> From morning uh, yeah, round. Uh, I hate yeah, because I'm applying there next week. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my piece. This is my uh, interview piece. This guy, man. All right, the specs. This Salita S. W201, which is basically an ETA 2824 clone. The dash one indicates this watch has an improvement with the teeth of the ratchet wheel breaking off during winding, but apparently it's still not fixed. So careful when you wind it. <laughs> this movement is popular though. It's used in a lot of brands like Oris and Formex. Uh, the crystal is AR coated sapphire. The bezel and crown are protected with diamond like carbon finishes for that extra scratch resistance. For the loom, it's generous, copious amounts of super luminova on the indices, hands, and bezel inlay. The bracelet is fully articulated. It has 200 meters water resistance, stainless steel, 316, 38-hour power reserve. And finally, the most impressive, I think, is the 10-year warranty. And apparently, from what I've read, they want it to Wait, be hold a on. You said 10 10 year warranty. What the fuck? So, and it's a no questions asked. So, no apparently, asked. if it's just like a, even blemishing, like the finishes have worn off, they will like refinish it for you. Are you serious? That's what I've read. That's what I've read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about to hit yeah, 10 years. Hey, as someone, some whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. So my take on this watch is at initially I thought the price point, which was 875 was a little steep for what it is, but considering the 10 year warranty, the cases are not made in Asia. They're made in Switzerland. Um, they have a good movement in it. It kind of starts to make sense. Um, what I've liked about it was the rich deep tone of the dial, the bezel click, um, <clears throat> But I think there's a few improvements that they could make with this watch. So number one, the marketing uh, has to be a little better because that Rose City story I told you about is nowhere on their website. It needs they need to be able to expand that like to where, people outside of Portland. Where did you read that then? I did some deep research. What I, the fuck is deep research? Man? I don't know Wikipedia. Oh, you mean you found it on Wikipedia? <laughs> 
Yeah. You found the roast water story in Wikipedia. No, I, I found the nickname of the story and I linked it to what they were doing from all their other releases. The design elements of this watch that I don't like, super long end links and lugs. I think they need to rebalance the watch with the case. Uh, the bezel has a little too much going on. They have little minute markers that are in burgundy and they I don't like when watches do that double zero at the top. I wish they just do, you know, kind of like a shape. I actually like the double zero. Okay. Well, you're wrong, but, um, (laughs) um, and then, and so they just, and there's a, they, they, they lose themselves when they, they have, I think with the bezel and the different colored loom that they have, because they have a different colored loom for the handset and the indices. And it kind of takes away from the simplicity of the watch. Like I, when you look at the dial and the handset, it's time only, it's very simple, but all these other factors, you're like, Hey, this is actually, you know, the bezel is a little too busy. The loom is a little too much um, in terms of, you know, having the two different colored loom. Um, so I would definitely change that about it. Bracelet as well is a little weird to use. It's kind of like one of those cheap Uncle Seiko bracelets. But like you have to kind of pull it from the sides rather than where you would normally yank it out. So it, it's just some of these odd things that I've picked up um, when I've been wearing it. So yeah, I mean, and also last but not least, I, I I wanted to try this watch because I I never had the chance to own or try on like a bead blasted finish, and it kind of reminds me of those houses in Austin that get flipped that where the, like the flippers just blast the entire house with like white paint, and they don't like put any worksmanship in like the trim of the windows or the doorway or the roof. So it kind of has that vibe going. But I understand if you like like a completely uniform texture, that also works. It's just not it's just not for me. Um, but yeah, that's my review, guys. And I think that was maybe the f- best or second best reviews of today. <laughs> Mine was the best. Fuck Jay, I think you crushed it, Brandon. Hey, thank oh, you. Come on. Thank you. Alex, <laughs> you don't got a kid, bro. You're coming back after that. Oh <laughs> yeah, thanks. it doesn't matter. Thanks, Alex. Thank Brandon's, you. Brandon's review was. Very good. I'll give it to Thank you. Thank you. I put, I mean, I put not, time in that. I put time in that. I'm not putting you above Madison. I think Madison, Alex. yeah. You are definitely above Saul. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not coming back on the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, Wes and Colin. Oh, yeah, you have for, to. For the loser's the bracket. loser's bracket. Watch Dojo. But, yeah, I mean, that, that was actually a lot better. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I was not expecting it to be that good. From from all of y'all, yeah, that was actually fantastic. Uh, like we said, some of the notions and the points that they brought up were personal preferences, but actually most of them were not. I even wrote on my script thing that remember <laughs> to say that it was mostly personal preferences, but it's not. Like I said, so just one thing I want to ask: one thing, what stood out the most about the watch, or the whole experience? Not just the watch, but the whole experience to y'all. Uh, I guess I'll start with Seoul. Um, just like I was saying when I was actually trying attempting to review the watch, um, <laughs> the overall quality of it is just objectively insane. They, like I said, the bracelet feels amazing. The clasp feels amazing. The bezel's pretty not not amazing, but for four hundred five hundred bucks, it's amazing. The crown, super grippy, screws in really smooth, keeps sane time, has awesome loom. Um, black bezel is the only thing I don't like, but that's a personal preference thing. I mean, there's it's just the quality on this thing. Yeah, if but you like the design, go buy it. Yeah, go 
there's literally no reason to not bucks. buy it if you like it. I love the beads of rice too. I really yeah. do. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I love real it. comfy and it looks pretty damn cool. Yeah, I love rice. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what's what's what the sticks one out thing? the most? Yeah, what stuck out the most to you? Honestly, the the end links as a negative, but the the bezel. I just it's like a fidget spinner. I I just can't stop moving this thing, and I love it. I freaking love it. It makes me feel at peace. I feel like uh, I'm getting centered, and I feel like uh, I just love Nirvana and God when I touch this thing. What a weird thing to feel over a watch. <laughs> just kidding. But here, hey, this guy to took it. like three CBD gummies before. Where am I right now? <laughs> I can't that's, see. that's why he sounded so robotic with his. Hey, <laughs> I was just reading. I was reading. Uh, <laughs> I'm just giving him shit. He didn't. He's sober. All right. So uh, how about you, Madison? What's the one, one takeaway? For me, I was very surprised at the ease and the comfortability that I adapted to wearing it, being a non-watch wearer. Um, I remember in high school trying to wear a watch for various sports, and it was just the most uncomfortable thing I could have possibly put on my body. But this really, I got used to it within about a day or two, and it got to the point where I didn't want to not wear it. And the idea, which I think this is going to be unique to my experience, being that it's a small micro brand based in Austin, but the, um, the way it embodied the Austin culture and spirit, I really felt, and I felt like if I were to travel with it, I'd have a piece of home with me no matter where I went. And it's a conversation piece really at the end of the day. So I, I love that aspect. If somebody were to ask me about it, who was a watch enthusiast, being a rookie that I am, I feel like I'd still have something to bring to the table. So you can I, talk I their ear that. off, Madison. I love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so when I go to Warner Wound, you can come with me to that publication. I <laughs> when I got hired. My God, this fucking guy, bro! Holy shit! Rolex, I mean, if you're listening, I've got nothing going on in March. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And I guess lastly, Alex, what? What? Last but surely not least, you know what? The, if if this watch did anything in particular, I've never had a watch this big, even though my. OG Marine Master is technically 44. That motherfucker wears like a 42. Like it really does. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. What they do with that case. I'm not here to talk about my Marine Master though, but I've always thought is that my, is, is that Panerai was kind of out of the question for me. Um, and this showed me that I enjoyed wearing a watch this big. I did. I really did. And God, I don't know why I keep referencing Panerai. I hope Visitor maybe had some homage to Right, maybe it really maybe. reminds me. Like, I don't know I what see, it is. I can see that. I can um, see that. <clears throat> but it, it opened my mind to the idea that a bigger watch is not out of the question for me. I'll speak for myself. Gotcha. And um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Awesome. Actually, I I do want to know because I want I'm gonna reach out to visitor if a lot of the inspiration was pulled from fountain pens because now I can't unsee it. Every angle I'm seeing it on the side profile is that of a fountain pen. Aside the micro brands that we have here, um, I wanted to talk about the, there's one that came out today on Tuesday and it was the Orion, or I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Orion. Orion. Because yeah. I say like Orion. Constellations. Why do you say that? Okay. Because <laughs> you know, you're thinking of Orient. No, it's oh. just, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's just super Orient. phonetic, dude. Orion. Orion. I, I thought it was I, I thought it was Orion too when yeah, I went Orion. skiing one year. Everyone's like, "That's Orion," because it was like a ski run. Uh. But hey, yeah. So talk about the Orion, 
Yeah, there you go. Tesseract, uh, which has a dial and nameplate oh, and everything. It's a made beautiful in dial. America, 19 piece. Fantastic run. dial. It's a fantastic dial. Um, I just and it's milled. To... It's not laser. No, it's cut, milled. So. Yeah, it's hand milled. It's in the U.S. Yeah, in the U.S. And I just wanted to shout out Nick for doing that. I think it's a ginormous step. Yeah, towards send us... American watchmaking. He yeah. actually wanted to be a part of the project. Yeah, so tell him to send us one of those nineteen. We'll give back. Yeah, yeah, Nick. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening, which I hope you are, uh, we are. We want one of the nineteen. The purple one and put like watch cringe in the back if you could. oh jesus <laughs> but yeah i wanted to shout him out on that because i think that legitimately is a big step towards american watchmaking we haven't had any american watchmakers but the movement uh it's a miyota but we're not talking about the movement okay, right? okay. all right why, why you gotta bring that up hey you gotta uncover everything okay fair point um yeah and again i would like to thank all of the brands that participated with us seriously we appreciate y'all vero dufrain nautilus and visitor for this episode there's a couple more that participated but again thank you for joining us and being a part of this i also want to thank y'all the guests um madison soul alex um papa ladu papa ladu papa ladu what i'll do is uh i'll also link their social medias Alex is a realtor, by the way. So if you're in the Austin area. That's right, baby. Real estate is hot. That's right. I've been Plug a realtor it. since 2017. Woo! Um, Keller Williams, Southwest Market Center. You know, sales go up every year. I know everything. I, I know a hell of a lot more about real estate here in Austin than I do my watch game. I'll say that. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll post their, their Instagram accounts and all of that. Three, two, one. The amount of autism. <laughs> and I guess that's good. That's yeah. that's episode ten. Hey, thanks guys. Thank thanks you. guys. And uh, we'll Thank see you guys you. next episode. <laughs>